Thank you for tuning in to today's life message from Cornerstone Church. We hope you enjoy today's encouraging message. If you would like more information about the church, stay tuned after this podcast. I want to speak to you a little bit about growing in faith this morning. And I made a little spot on my notes, a little dot, and I said said to myself, what's the point? The point is to reach the world. The point is to preach the gospel. The point is to live healthy, whole, sane, filled up with the Spirit of God lives. That's the point. Now, I want us to put the compass up there, Albert. I want us to look at a compass this morning just for a little bit. I want to talk about three or four minutes about a compass. What's a compass for? It's to point direction, correct? It's to, it's to get you to a place. And, <coughs> excuse me, and can you, I need to clear my throat. Okay, that's better. Um, a compass is to get us to a place, and every so often we have to pull a compass out and look at things. And this morning I kind of want us to look at our compass. We... When you're traveling, uh, when I was in the Army, I had to learn how to use a compass. One of the things I had to do as an infantry soldier was to learn how to use a compass. Now, on your cell phone, most of you probably have a compass, right? It kind of comes equipped, and probably nobody has ever used one. But a compass is necessary. So you take a compass, and if you're going to go to from the East Coast to the West Coast, you find True North, and you, you set your compass in the way you want it to go, and you find something out there that you can look at and uh, and you put your compass in your pocket and you start walking I wish I'd had a compass when I almost drowned in the ocean <laughs> you know and so you 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 look in a direction and you might wander off a little bit but then you get your compass back out and they put you on course and this morning I kind of want to compass us and put us put us on course just a little bit because we need, we need the direction. There's a lot of things that's going to change when we go down in a month. There's going to be, there's going to be some things that are going to be just different. For one thing, there's 150 chairs in here, and there's 60, about 60 people. We're going to go to a sanctuary where there's 301 chairs. And so there's going to be areas that's going to be kind of where you can't sit. Because we don't want we don't want two people over here, five over there, three here, one over there, six over there. We want to we want to be together. So so there's going to be some just simple little changes, and so we're we're just kind of setting a course for for things, and um, and so here's what I want to share with you from Hebrews chapter eleven says this, verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of hope, things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, now by f- faith is a substance of things hoped for. We have had, we've had faith in God for some great big things in our life, and we have seen God fulfill those things. Um, and for, for the Lord to 
to, for faith to come. And then it says this, verse 2, it says, for by it, for by it men of old obtained approval. And by faith we understand the world's the worlds were prepared. And in verse 6 it says this, it says, And without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Amen. Seek after the Lord. Now, here's a few things about faith that, that we need to know. First of all, we need to believe it, it, see, it says here, without faith it's impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently, diligently seek him. So here's something we have to do. We have to first believe, and faith will cause us to receive. We first must believe, and faith will cause us to receive, because faith is the answer. I've said this in the past, but God does not meet the need of need. He meets the need of faith. Amen. He, people who believe him will have supernatural things happening in their life that are unexplainable. Amen. Now, you can, <clears throat> you can believe the Lord for something, just like you plant a garden, and in your garden, you, you go out there and you plant it and you have, you have things coming up because you wait. But you water your garden and you listen, you say your faith, you pray your faith, you believe your faith. Now, I grant you some people will think you're a little off the edge when you start saying your faith and you start praying your faith and you start walking in your faith. But you know the Bible says we can say under this mountain. See in Matthew, Matthew eleven twenty three or twenty two, it says, it says we can say unto the mountain. See Jesus answered them saying, "Have faith in God." That's where you place your faith. Have faith in God. Truly I say unto you, whoever says to this mountain, "Be taken up and cast into the sea," and does not doubt, how about believing? And no doubting. How about believing and no doubting? Now, my wife does not always do that. I'll tell her something, and she doesn't always believe me. She sometimes has a little doubt. I remember one time in particular that, that we, she said, would you go check the washing machine? I went and checked the washing machine. I said, the washing machine's fine. I go in the living room, sit down. She goes out and checks the washing machine. Because so, sometimes, sometimes we have struggles believing. But you know what the Bible says here? It says, truly I say unto you, whoever says to this mountain, look at the mountain. What's the mountain? What's the mountain? What's the mountain? What's the mountain? The mountain can be anything. Say unto this mountain. Be thou removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart. That's, a, that's sometimes a difficult thing. You can, you're in church, 
And the Lord is here. He's out there with you. He's with you, not just here. But what I'm saying, you feel more of a manifest presence of the Holy Spirit here. And you feel like God is doing something, touching, and, and he'll speak to you. And you'll say to that mountain, mountain, be removed and cast into the sea. Doubt not in your heart. Thank you. And doubt not in your heart. And, and you, you get lifted up and you, you get out a little bit and doubt sets in. But you know what? Faith in, doubt out. Faith in, doubt out. Sometimes, sometimes when the Lord speaks to us and moves on our heart, it, it does not always come to pass in the second we speak it or in the five minutes or maybe even a, a, li a little bit. Sometimes it's a progressive thing. I know that I know that you can plant a tomato plant. Uh, anybody want to come to my house and pick tomatoes? I got lots of them. <laughs> you can pick. You can plant a a plant like a tomato plant, or you can plant a radish. And radishes will come up in a couple of weeks and a month or so. Tomatoes will be coming out and what have you. But if you want asparagus. It takes two years to get asparagus. Did you know that? You plant asparagus this year, and you will get asparagus. You won't cut asparagus for another year. And then after that, you cut asparagus all the time. But sometimes, when you're believing the Lord for things, it just, isn't, just, just doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes things go on a little bit, and here's what you have to do when they go on a little bit. You have to water it by, plant, by sowing the word upon it, by sowing your faith upon it, and believing the Lord. And, and um, when, when my wife and I were younger, we went camping. And we were out on an island with a couple of our friends and we put our tents up and this storm came across the island come across the lake where we were at and my wife was inside the tent and the wind started blowing and she said is everything okay everything okay as the tent blew over did the tent blow over did I get the stakes in place before it blew over <laughs> anyway my point is I was running around the tent trying to put in the stakes and trying to do everything I can instead of rebuking the wind. I remember, I remember Pat Robinson. There was a hurricane coming in on the coast at, in Virginia. And he went out in front of the world with his TV cameras and commanded that hurricane not to come on the coast. Guess what happened? The hurricane didn't come on the coast. It turned, and I couldn't explain why, and went right up the coast because he dared to believe God in the midst of a storm. I want to tell you one other little story about something that happened to this church before most of you got here. Was We were on 524 East Front Street. We had a trailer out there, and we were having service, and there's a big storm came up. And we, some of us prayed and rebuked that storm, and, and you know what? That storm did not drop water on our show I wasn't my show we had some singers there but but on the on the on it because we just simply 
wanted to step out and believe God. Listen, so what if you miss something? So what if you pray and, you, you, and something didn't make it any worse, did you? Right? By stepping out, believing God. You'd be surprised what the Lord will do just by stepping out and believing and believe the Lord. I want to tell you what I feel like the Lord has spoke to me. I feel like the Lord has spoke to me that there is a wind coming. A wind coming. A wind of the Holy Spirit coming upon this church. God wants to raise up people. And we're declaring this by faith. Look around, the house is full and overflowing. There's people out in the hallway out there. But there's a wind of the Spirit coming. I believe God is going to do some very unusual things. And people are going to come. And you know what God wants to do? I believe this. God wants to do it in this house, in this church, in your life. He wants to make, he wants to make you a vessel. You're already a vessel fit for honor. But what I'm saying is he wants to use you in an unlimited capacity. How many of you, how many of you notice that the country is in a turmoil? Do you know what the Lord is speaking to the, I'm a preacher, I'm, I'm connected with preachers, and, and I get the word from other men, and I listen to them, men of God. They, they feel like that there is coming a revival through America. That there's coming, there's coming. There's a, there's a, let me tell you, there's a serious stirring in the church of Jesus Christ across the man land. There's a serious stirring. And the closer the church gets to the Lord, the more calamity we see. Because the enemy is throwing out everything he can to make things as bad as he can when God wants to make things as good as he can. We serve a big God. We need to step up and step into what he's calling us to do, where he's calling us to be. He wants to raise up people in this church. He wants to raise you up. Spiritual warfare is a real thing. In, in this church, and you're welcome to come, anybody would like to, you're welcome to come. But every Monday, we have prayer. Usually about six or eight of us here, we have prayer. Once a month, we have a corporate worship and prayer. And, and I want to tell you, the more the church prays, the devil gets madder and madder. The more you, the more you purpose in your heart to follow the Lord, the more battles you'll have until you whip the devil, till he gives up. I remember my wife and I at a younger age. On occasions, we would have people come to, to our house like on a Wednesday or something. And we'd tell them, we're going to the house of the Lord. Now, you're welcome to stay in our house right here, but we're leaving you can come with us if you like. You just have to get, 
You just have to get it where you live. Get the grit right down to where you live. Because you have to prioritize things in your life, what's important, what's not important. One of the things we, we prioritized in our life about with our kids was never called our kids stupid. We never said, you're a dummy. Never told them they were idiots. Nothing like that. Because that's a lie. That is a devil speaking, or maybe not the devil, but it's just, it's just an untruth because your kids, listen, your kids are precious. They're important. They're God's creation. They're given to you. They're yours. And I tell you, one time I grew this garden, and this garden had corn the ears were that long <laughs> sounds like my fishing stories <laughs> yeah my fishing stories like this over here's how real long they are <laughs> but my this corn was really big and it was in there but you know what I did with that corn I got in there with a hoe and I hoed it and I took care of it and I raised it and I had big corn I had sweet corn I had wonderful corn now I could have just left that corn to the weeds and the weeds would have wrapped around it, and it had grown up, or some of it would have grown up like this and bent over. And it would have been about this tall, and the ears would have been about that long. But nurture things, nurture things in your life, and take care of things. Because God wants to raise up, He wants to raise up in this church, He wants to raise people up. We believe in spiritual warfare. Here is, here is what the truth is, or here is a truth. The world doesn't really hate you. They hate God. But you know who's in the way? You. And God is bigger than the world because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. He is bigger. All we need to do is get in and walk with him. For the battle, it says in 2 Chronicles 20, 15, it says this, it says, Jesus, and he said, listen to Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Josaphat, thus saith the Lord to you, do not fear, be dismayed, for the battle is not yours, but it is the Lord's. The battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. We have, we have a culture in our country, and then it's a, it, they call it the cancel culture, the sin culture, the boycott culture, the kick you out culture. But I'm here to tell you that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And God wants to stir up his faith in the midst of a culture that can't see God, but they will see God in you. Faith, the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Everybody say the word hearing. Not, don't say hear. Say hearing. I know you said hearing, but... 
It's not faith comes by here and here by the word of God. It's not a singular thing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You want your faith lifted up and stirred up? Hear the word of God. Read the word of God. Go to church. Be around people that, that preach and teach the word of God in their lives. And the Lord will lift you up in your spirit. And then, and then as, as you're lifted up, so faith comes by hearing. And as your faith grows by hearing, other people will see your faith coming out. And you'll be a, you'll be a ministry to light. You know, in, in Ephesians 6.14 or 6.10, it says, it says we walk by faith. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and against powers and against forces of darkness. That's where, that's where we're at with the fight and the struggle. But faith, listen, faith will overcome those things. I heard a man say this statement one time. says, persistence will overcome resistance. Persistence will overcome resistance. Persistence in the gospel will overcome the resistance of the devil. Listen, I believe Jesus is coming soon. We may have a few things to go through. We may have a few struggles in life. There may be who knows what. But I'm here to tell you that God will give you the power to overcome and to succeed if we will just push in, not give up, walk forward, stay steady, keep the ship of Zion going in the right direction, and God himself will help us in places that we cannot even help ourselves. <clears throat> I believe that. I, be I believe the Lord will help us. He is helping us. Listen, the Lord will work in amazing and unusual ways. Something my wife and I wanted, and um, we didn't see how it happened, but we wanted our son to live in Statesville. Right? That's, wouldn't you? You want your son to live in Statesville? I mean, if you live in Statesville, you want your family. No, all the rest of them are here. They were going to go off to California and take our grandbabies away from us, so we briefed that. So that's what faith will do, see? As my wife, she said, I just don't believe this is going to happen. And he was hauling a load of furniture out there. It's amazing what God can do. How great and good is God? He is so good to us. He's given us access to the throne room of grace. We can go to the throne room of grace boldly. All you have to do is just go up there, open the throne room door, go on in, and approach the bench with boldness in your heart. With just boldness. With just, just, just go. It's, the door's unlocked for you. I'll tell you what God has. God's got a magic doorknob on that door 
you got access. You touch it, and you got access. You got access to going to the throne room. I want you to bow your head. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to look at the mountain. Whatever that mountain is, I want you just to look at it. And I want you to say, in Jesus' name, I cast that mountain into the sea. I cast that mountain into the sea in the name of Jesus. What do you want from the Lord? See what you want from the Lord and receive it. See by faith what you want from the Lord and receive it. Just see it and believe. I'm going to tell you what I see. I see Cornerstone is the most effective church in State Ardell County or in Statesville, in our city. The most effective church. I see that in spirit. I see God touching people. I see God slaying people. I see the Lord healing people. I see the Lord raising people up. I see the Lord ministering to people. I see the Lord. That's what I put out. We just thank you, Jesus. 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 Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's encouraging podcast. You can find out more information about the church on our Facebook page at Cornerstone of Victory Church, Statesville. Remember, Life begins at the cross.